the college football experience week one preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Rasa brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Dominate your draft with the uh, free SGPN draft kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and it's better than ever. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest. Another $1,500 is up for grabs in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. This is Brian Bosworth, AKA the Boz, And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Bars out. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience week one preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database dad, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. <laughs> Locked season, week one locks. Yes, I'm super excited. Uh, I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. Well. Yes. Week one is here. Yeah. Week one is here. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Yeah. Triple option here. Air raid there. I can't wait to watch it. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. No I got to get carried away again. Yeah. Uh, we, might have to, we might have to put an end to that, guys. I could keep going, dude. Give me a few more of these uh, these alcoholic beverages. Uh, we are joined by third man in the booth, the DFS God himself. Come play draft. Uh, D, I'm sorry. Come play backdraft with us, uh, DFS style, right? You can find that on uh, at TCE on SGPN. Backdraft. That's oh, right. Yeah, we're backdraft. That. Remember when the backdraft uh, Universal Studios burnt down in that fire? Wasn't that, wasn't oh, that, wasn't that fucking Talk great? Talk about your all-time backfire. No pun intended. Uh, well, look, I am. We are joined by Fun Belt Sun Belt specialist. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living. The free lock given former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Hey, GBO Farms, I can see he's already pumped up in the chat too. Let's do this. And uh, right now, we are about like 10 minutes late. Let me just paint the picture to people. <laughs> we are on the second floor of a building. We're about 20 yards away from about, uh, from a gas station, right? 20 yards away from a gas station. Well, there is a standoff currently happening with a guy uh, who has looks like a couple weapons, and there's about 400 cop cars. Yeah, 17 fire trucks, a helicopter going on right now. An ambulance. I mean, there's a decent shot if this guy opens up into you know the police are right below us. Yeah, there so is a if, brick wall about yes, four inches thick if, that separates if us. If they decide to shoot at the police, it might be coming through this. This fine studio Not here. Wood here. <laughs> so, if meanwhile, so let me uh, give, in, give you my lead pipe, uh, my, my lead pipe locks <laughs> now. All right, I'm not fucking around. All right, like we have a a crazy scenario happening 
about 20 yards away from where we're recording right now. Uh, we have someone that is yelling obscenities at the police with multiple weapons while his car is at a gas tank. So he's, he it's crazy. He's he's right next to a gas tank and there's 500 cops point with, with, with weapons drawn and stuff. It's, it's wild. Potentially it's wild explosive. Right now. You might yes. say just like week one of college football. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile guys, uh, you know, in case you're wondering, uh, everything is nice, calm and peaceful of the, in the, the lovely suburbs of North Raleigh, scenic Raleigh, <laughs> North Carolina. Uh, yeah. I got trees surrounding the house here. Don't see anybody with any firearms, no police officers, uh, fireflies, not firearms. Yeah, yeah. That's what we yeah, got. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, you're like uh, the beginning of command that movie commando with Schwarzenegger when he's feeding the deer, you have deer in your backyard. You're like, just like feeding the deer. Um, anyway, I mean, yeah, so if something does happen here, um, just know that uh, you know. Appreciate you rocking. Ride. Appreciate you rocking with old <laughs> yeah. Pick Dundee here. Yeah, we did not do All a right? whole summer's worth of previews to yeah. not get our lives. Yeah, I got my one thirty-one, and I can go. I can go. I can go right now. All right. Uh, all right. Um, I mean, there is news going on. I mean, there's talk right now, and I, I feel like it's redundant. About the four, uh, the uh, what the Big Twelve is in talks right now with the with Fox and ESPN, trying to give them the value of their team so they can then p- use it to potentially poach Pac-12 teams. In the meanwhile, Washington is talking to the Big Ten. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm sick of I'm sick of talking about it. But do we do we make anything of this? That's off-season talk, man. Let's yeah. talk about the games. Yeah, <laughs> right, right now, who who gives a shit about that stuff? Well, they're also. I just, well, yeah, I just want to watch Wagner's offense. All right, talks of a twelve-team <laughs> playoff as soon as twenty twenty-four potentially. That is worthy of that's, talking about at any that's time. That's big news. Yeah. yeah, that's big news. But there's nothing to talk about. Like, yeah, do it. Yeah, do it, yeah. or you know, yeah, just shit, or, shit, or get off the pot. <laughs> but right? I got something we can talk about. We got the backyard brawl happening tomorrow for the first time in twelve years. I'm super. Excited! I saw a video where Keaton Slovis said "fuck West Virginia." Oh, yeah. that I Hell couldn't yeah. believe that guy. That guy coming at him. <laughs> so, uh, not that I agree with "fuck West Virginia." I just love a little extra, yeah. extra something to the, oh, yeah. the game, and you know, bring it on. I love it. Damn right, damn right. And uh, who who is the better quarterback from USC that's playing in this? Well, game? that's what's great is is. Uh, JT Daniels got benched by Slovis because well he got injured and then when he came back Slovis was the one so he transfers you you have a chance to shut him up that finally a, a, a rivalry that was already built in traveling to another rivalry I mm-hmm. like that you know stakes get a little higher here I mean this game's awesome the backyard brawl is my number one game to watch you know at least tomorrow and then yeah I would say all weekend. It's but, a really good opening Thursday night, guys. I mean, we, we throw in Penn State, Purdue on top of that, and some others. This Thursday night, it's fire, man. There's some great games. Here. I'll take it. And uh, don't forget that Temple Duke game Friday. No, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I'll be glued to the television. Uh, might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get to it. Let's get to it right now. So, the backyard bro is back. College football. Fans rejoice everywhere. the The line is currently seven and a half. I'm using win bet, by the way. Seven and a half uh, is what Pitt is favored by. Two thirty on the money line for West Virginia. The over under sitting at fifty one. Folks, it's the first game that we're previewing, and guess what your boy is doing right now? What? I'm locking up. The Mountaineers. Right in. Give me the seven and a half. These games, four out of the last five matchups have been by a score or less. They haven't played in forever. Neil Brown can't afford a a tough loss. His team's got to be ready for this because I I actually think like it's not a big deal if you lose to Texas or Texas Tech. It is a big deal if you lose to West Virginia when it hasn't happened in twelve years. So I think his team is gonna show up, and I'm taking the points. I'm not saying, and I, I'll be honest, like. I, I I haven't bet the money line yet, but I'm thinking about it. Anyone else want to join me on the lock? I'm, with I'm you. close. I'm close. I could probably be convinced. NC Nick, you're with me. Let, I'm with you. Let's talk about this a little bit. Let's talk about this. Okay, Whipple leaving. That kind of looks like a good uh, a bad look for Pitt there because that offense I felt like Nebraska for at least two and a half quarters was pretty damn crisp over there, and that was week one. And different than any Scott Frost team, they were effective in the passing they, game. They didn't make adjustments though, because 
They did not. That they, was the one thing is like they they did not try to go on the ground at all, really. Yeah. And I think that might have cost them because Northwestern did make the adjustments. Exactly. So I, I I do worry about that. And maybe, maybe Narduzzi. I don't know. Narduzzi's track record prior prior to Whipple, uh, I think speaks for he itself. He got to an ACC championship without Whipple. So did everyone <laughs> in the whole coastal. Um, in general, I just think that seven and a half is way too much to lay on a team with a new OC and a new QB in a rivalry game. I mean, look, Pitts, Pitts O line and D line, they're going to be a problem for teams. But I actually think West Virginia is pretty stout in the trenches as well. So yeah, maybe slight advantage Pitt. But it's not like some of the ACC opponents that they're going to play where they have a major advantage up front. And I was uh, thinking about West Virginia this. can hang. You got you got five returning offensive linemen, all five for West Virginia, three out of four defensive linemen. They're solid on both lines, so I don't think they're just going to get pushed around. And then and so 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 who is the better playmakers? Well, you know who is the better quarterback? It's debatable. It's not it's not a seven and a half point dif- uh, differential, especially. And a big time rivalry game. Well, Pitt's got the better playmakers in the defensive backfield because West Virginia is replacing their whole defensive backfield. But they brought right. in transfers everywhere. Agreed. But uh, I'll say this: Graham Harrell being the OC of West Virginia, one of the things to, that will help neutralize, besides bringing back all five offensive linemen, the air raid. Mike Leach told out. us, "Yeah, yeah, you get the ball out, you get in a rhythm." So that, and I was trying to think about this: Does anyone in the ACC have any air raid tendencies? Maybe what a little bit of maybe I guess a, a little bit of North Carolina maybe, but I feel like North Carolina is still more like balance. Yeah. I, I don't think the ACC really sees a lot of maybe right. Rhett Lashley, maybe a little bit last year at Miami yeah. could be, but even um, they were not like a traditional, like 60 throws a game air raid. I don't know if that's what, you know, I mean, that's typically what uh homeboy, what was it? Uh, who's there? Uh, Harold Harold yeah. and that uh, branch of the uh, tree would do in general. I just think this line is, 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 Pitt's team last year minus seven and a half. Yeah, it's not Pitt's team this year. It's not Pitt's team traditionally. They had a great season a year ago. Well, you know what? Whipple's gone. Kenny Pickett's gone. Jordan Addison's gone. Uh, I don't see how you can you can feel comfortable laying seven and a half. I'm gonna take the points all day. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just looking for you gonna lock that it extra us? juice to make it a lock. I do think one thing. I just wonder if Slovis does seem like he has a little more attitude, but JT Daniels does seem like he should have the bigger chip on his shoulder. Um, I'll lock it. I'll lock it. When has Slovis? When has Slovis like really impressed? I, I I've been more impressed like on a game performance by JT Daniels way more than Slovis. Yeah, but so like who who is a better quarterback? Both here? are fragile know. though. We should note that both are. I feel like every other week they're getting injured. Um, but hey, Patty C said he's locking it. You know what that there means. You know what that means? Give us West Virginia triple lock. That's how you start a season, right? Yes, there. the backyard brawl. Patty C's gonna come in the studio, watch it tomorrow. I'm gonna punch him in the face. <laughs> All right, there we go. Life is good. All right. Hold on. If, if the studio was the bra- the uh, backyard brawl, who would be Pittsburgh? Who would be West Virginia? Well, he's a Steeler fan too, so I feel like he might be, be Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. yeah, and Colby yeah. definitely would be West. Even though Pitt. I'm wearing a Pirates hat, so maybe <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, anyway, it's very generous of you to give me Pitt and for you to take West Virginia. <laughs> what a guy! Gibio <laughs> Farms. Yes, they are playing on that NFL field, but I feel like that's. I mean, it's outdoors, and you know, it's it's grass. I feel like that's. Kind of okay. I mean, we we would prefer on campus, obviously, but if it's going to be one, you know, NFL stadium, that would be towards the top of the list. True, true. But still, I agree. If you go back to the '90s and you watch that shit, it would it look like it, that looks so cool. The old stadium, the old Pitt Stadium. Oh man, the outside you know, of it so looks look great. These are home and away. So next year's at WVU. Oh right? yeah, week three next year Ooh. in Morgantown. Ooh. I can't <laughs> wait. Campus. I can't wait. Maybe at least some leaves falling at that point. Uh, I saw LaShawn McCoy talking about this saying throughout his whole career, high school pro, he goes, there's no rivalry as good as the backyard brawl. He goes, fans were hitting me with batteries when we were playing in Morgantown. <laughs> so classic Morgantown uh, GBO farm saying this thing could be a riot on campus. A hundred percent, 100%. Uh, all right. Look an hour later, 
The Penn State Nittany Lions travel to West Lafayette to take on the Purdue Boilermakers. Well, well, well. I was trying to do it's this. It's easy to see a tide turn. <laughs> Purdue uh, has got their ass kicked by Penn State every time they've played them, pretty much. Um, but I'll say this. Jeff Brown's only been a part of one of those, and that was at, in Happy Valley. He has had a knack for knocking off ranked teams in West Lafayette. I know the history. I think Penn State's what, 15 and 3 all time. And they've won nine in a row. Mm. But a lot of those are with other coaches that weren't very good. Brom, Aiden O'Connell's back. Um, Three and a half is the spread. I am seeing the over under. Where the hell is this? I got all the F. The over under. I'm seeing it at 53, actually. Oh, okay. Well, these these college football lines. Uh, Purdue is plus 135 on the money line. Anyone feel like locking this up? I'll tell you this much. Just so you know, Penn State. Not or not in the top twenty-five receiving votes, so technically about number twenty-nine according. So to that them. means Penn State's going to win. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I'll take Purdue plus three. Preseason <laughs> polls mean everything. They they get it so right every year. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> if the spoiler makers don't have that that extra oomph that they need to to pull this one in uh, West Lafayette, um, and three and a half doesn't seem like that many. So I am going and Nittany Lions. Really, I'm on the Boilermakers plus three and a half. I think they're. I think their offense is going to be fine. Penn State basically beat zero teams last year with good quarterback play, unless you want to throw Talia Taglavo in there. But even at that, if you want to give them that, then I believe they were one and four against good quarterback play. Um, Nick, what are you doing here? I'm with Patty C, man. I'm going to lay the points here. This is kind of like NFL handicapping. You know, lay the three and a half, take the two and a half. And I, you know, Penn state, like you're going to mention that they lost a couple people in, in, in the secondary, I'm going to, you know, rebut that with, well, they true, but they still have ex- insane talent and depth and you know, maybe a top five, top 10 secondary in the nation. And they're going to be able to shut down all those new pass catchers for Purdue. Purdue lost their top three pass catchers from a year ago. I know Aiden O'Connell's a very good quarterback and that offense was electric last year. And I think they can get there again this year. I'm the guy that went out on a major limb and took Purdue to win the big 10 West. And I wanted to take him here and, and leading up maybe just up until two or three, two or three days ago, I was going to take the Boilermakers, but that was kind of with my heart. And once I thought about this, I'm on Penn state. I think they can lock up that passing attack and Purdue their, their running game last year where they finished like 127th in the country. If you stop the pass, they cannot run the ball and that'll make, that'll make them one dimensional. And I think Penn state can go into a, a hostile environment like they did in week one last year at Wisconsin and get a dub and cover the three and a half. Aiden O'Connell is not Graham Mertz. <laughs> all right. Uh, True. Touche. How about this? Manny Diaz is the new, new defensive coordinator. Miami's past defense last year charted at 103rd. Jeff Brown is going <laughs> to attack that. Let's go. It's a great point. Uh, let me ask you I'm this. locking up in state, guys. Oh, wow. he's locking it. Whoa. Wow. Me lines. I was Whoa. a fan in the 90s. I'm coming back around. <laughs> NC Nick with the lock. Colby D, let me ask you this. Is that yeah. Phil, is that Phil you buddy Cody over there? <laughs> is that good, Jana Carter? <laughs> I actually want to ask you both because I don't think either one of you is unbiased. I think Colby is a little bit of a Brom lover. I think Nick's uh, Penn State fandom of your is uh, a little bit of a factor here. Who is the better coach, Franklin or Brom? I think you had to say Franklin based off what yeah. he did. What what he did at Vanderbilt. Who are you more concerned? Who who do you think would outcoach the other team with uh, equal talent? I think, it's, I think it's close. I think it's very it close. close. Yeah, it is close. I think Brown I think, is I think, better I think right now. Yeah. Franklin's probably a better recruiter. Yeah, yeah I think probably. Brown's better in X's and O's wise. That's um, a fair statement. Wow. I mean, that, but NC Nick locking it up. Wow. It's just coming well, out the gates with two not locks. Messing around, guys. Not messing B-D-E. around. D <laughs> E. Um. All right. Well, uh, we have another game going on in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Yes. 
This game was a dandy last time. Central Michigan fire up chips. They're getting 22 points in Stillwater. They're plus 1,000 on the money line. The over under sitting at 58. Do we have? I mean, look, we play every game here on the on the college football experience. If you if you've been living under a rock, we handicap every single Division One college football and college basketball game, and we even hit the FCS too. So check out our picks on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And we're but kind of a big deal. We are a big deal. <laughs> all right. Um, but twenty two points. Sign me up for the Chippewas. Giving look, Oklahoma State always starts slow. Also, I think Central Michigan is my team to beat in the MAC. Give me Central Michigan plus twenty two. I'm not locking it, but I feel pretty good about it. I would like to say revenge is a, a dish best served ice cold, but I agree with you. I think Central Michigan is that much better, and I think without Jim Knowles there, a little turnover at Oklahoma State. Plus, early in the season for the last few years, they've been playing barn burners against lesser competition. That trend will continue here. Central Michigan keeps it close. NC Nick. I'm right with you guys. And, and this line's actually been kind of creeping up. I think it opened at 20 and a half. So it's been, people are, people are betting on the Cowboys, but uh, yeah, you mentioned off to the slow starts last year, Oklahoma state beat Missouri state 23, 16, and then Tulsa 28, 23. I mean, this is an Oklahoma state team that w- played in the big 12 championship. And you're talking one score games with, you know, definitely inferior opponents. And then the year before that, uh, again, Tulsa close, just 16 to seven. I, I understand that's like a in-state game, you know, a little bit different playing central Michigan, but Dude, I that- think McElwain's got the Chippewas in a pretty good shape here. I like the quarterback and Daniel Richardson, probably not the best game for their all-star running back Lou Nichols to go off, you know, especially, but look, I mean, Oklahoma state lost their DC. They lost six of their top eight tacklers. I think. Oklahoma's. I think Central Michigan can do enough offensively to keep the game within arm's reach. Lou Nichols was the nation's top rusher last year. He can ball. He can ball. Yeah. Um, now Tulsa should have won that game two years ago. Terrible holding call on a touchdown they scored that would have put them up fourteen thirteen. Was bad. Um. Yeah. Give me that all day. I think that's. I'll be honest. I did hesitate. I thought about locking it. Mm. But I just thought, you know what. I'm just gonna it, stay away a little. It bit. is the Mac playing at the Big Twelve. Well, and they well probably, last time they played though, Central Michigan did win that game. Now, was, yeah. How many times has that clip been played in the? That's uh, true. Uh, Oklahoma well, State. And locker even room. worse was there was supposed to be a 10 second runoff. They were not supposed to get that. Oh, they playoff. got jobbed. Yeah. yeah. But uh, crazy. Okay. Saint Francis might have uh, heard of them. <laughs> they play some major college football in the FCS. D1 baby. Playing at my Akron Zips. Now this line has been jumping. So unfortunately, I am not gonna lock this up. But this thing opened at 14. It's up to 17. I'm still taking Akron minus 17. I think they win by 21. Uh, I'm just not locking it. Anyone anyone playing this one? I'm uh, with you on Akron, but I'm not gonna bet it. Sorry, Patty, what you got? Yeah. Oh no, I'm the same exact thing. Uh uh, St. Francis uh, five and six at the FCS level last year, mediocre FCS team, uh, Akron, terrible FBS team, but Moorhead with that offense and all those transfers. I mean, it's close. It's yeah. close 17 and shout out to the chat. I see Charlie Knoll talking ECU football. Don't worry. We will get there. Uh, all right. Well, next up we have, so we're all going Akron there further down the line, ball state, same time. Shout out to ball state. Drew Drew Plitt took him to a bowl game last year, but he's gone. They head in to Neyland to take on the Tennessee Vols. Even this line creeped up a tiny bit. I believe this opened at 34 and a half. Now it's at 35 and a half. The Vols are 35 and a half point favorites. Man, that that half point has been has been fucking with me over the past 24 hours. <laughs> Give me Tennessee. Paul State, I know you're there. They're your boys, Patty. C. Mm-hmm. Do right? not <laughs> shit on my Cardinals. They're replacing Plitt. They're replacing a ton of production. I don't feel great about it with that hook because I could totally totally see with Pitt on deck, Hendon Hooker not playing the second half. I could see them up thirty-one nothing in the first half or thirty-one seven. And I speaking could just, of 
Yeah. Speaking of returning production, ball state returns 42% of their production from a season go, which, which places up 127th in the country <laughs> they, last year. They lost to Penn state by 31 and by West and to West Virginia by 33. They would and cover that, then. Well, but that was yeah. a much better ball state team a year ago than this year. I'm all, I'm also on Tennessee. Yeah. I don't like it creeping up this high, but this could be like a 48 to 10. 51 to 10, something like that scenario. We got Patty C you going with your boys. Get out of here. Ball state 2019 kept <laughs> it at NC state. You should remember this Nick 34, 23, not that big of a thing against Indiana 34, 24 loss. Look, they're not giving up a five touchdown loss uh, against any <laughs> FBS program. This is Muncie's finest. more year. than five. Yeah. More yeah. than five. Uh, I'm on ball. So Patty C's on ball state. We're both going Tennessee. I do not feel good about that one. Bryant. Yes. Not, not Kelvin Bryant, the old Redskins running back. Uh, Bryant, definitely the most famous Bryant there is. I mean, touchdown Washington Redskins. <laughs> uh, they are heading on the road to the airport. Check out uh hangar five because this game's going to be going on. Mike McIntyre, his first game there, right? Yes. Nobody, nobody has a layover at the airport and gets a dub. <laughs> all right. I am laying the nine and a half points. Give me the Panthers, the Bryant Bulldogs. They don't want any of this smoke. Gunner Holmberg, all right. He's gonna the throw. Fact, the fact that it's nine and a half is kind of sad, man. I mean, <laughs> the fact that FIU is only laying nine and a half against Bryant. I think you have to take the Panthers, right? Uh, I, dude, I almost yes. thought about locking this. But then I was maybe, like, <laughs> maybe Gunnar Holberg will be a Chase Bryce and look a whole lot better once they leave Duke. That's true. That is true. Bryant seven and four at the FCS level last year. Do we have a Do we have a live FCS dog? <laughs> uh, we might, because FIU sucks. <laughs> I mean, but but I believe McIntyre will improve them. Although I thought you know, uh, homeboy would have done better there. Well, they quit on him last year. Yeah, they quit on him. Uh, I'm laying the nine and a half. The airport will be undefeated in August. Well, no, wait, well, no, that's fucking September 1st. Damn it. Uh, what do we, what do we say about uh, they, they're using uniforms from like shoulder pads from Mississippi state from like 2005 <laughs> time to invest. They, they need to go hey, to like the seventies or baby recycle, yeah. go green. No, go get those old eighties. Like shoulder pads that are gigantic. <laughs> yeah. Herschel Walker right. used to run with like a fucking house on him. You watch like a Herschel Walker highlight on like the, 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 the Eagles. Yeah. And it looks like he's just got like four bodies yeah, on his shoulders. Hits every person yeah. in the defensive line at the same time. Uh, so we're all FIU airport. Are you going Brian? Oh, I'm going to airport, I guess. All right. Next up. GBO farm says Bryant money line. That's, that's a ball. Uh -oh. oh, Got any inside Intel on Bryant? <laughs> Dude, I think this was one of my harder plays going through this long Island, the shocks they're heading to Toledo, Ohio, Toledo's leg 46 and a half. Give me the points. I don't like it. I, I had a really hard time with this one because long Island does suck. They're bringing in a new coach. Toledo though was kind of a run team last year. <laughs> I'm hoping that clock bleeds. Because I don't have a good feeling about the Sharks in Toledo, but give me a fifty-one to seven final. The Sharks get the cover. You gonna swim with the Sharks, Nick? Or are you gonna fucking uh, you gonna ride the, the Rockets? I, I do the points with you. Look, whatever we're in the forties, <laughs> my 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 default is going to be to grab the points. I don't have a good feeling about this, but it's just way too many points. So I'm with you. We are talking about one of the worst teams in all of football period in LIU. Uh, they, I want to pull up how many points they lost by in several games last year, but uh, uh, what's their names have played in a lot of close games. So um, Toledo, F you mean Toledo. So, uh, but here, let me rattle off a few FIU against LIU one by 38 West Virginia, one by 66 Miami, Ohio, one by 35. So they're going to get their ass kicked Toledo. They, they yeah. have to get to you're right. I think that might be too much. I think I got to go sharks here. Where, where's Joe Hackney. I don't see him in the chat. Nick, where, where are you quoting? Is my chat dead? Did my chat die? 46 uh, and a half. We're talking about, I didn't say anything about Joe. Oh, I thought you said, okay. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, uh, we're all on Patty C you're going, you're going, I think I'm sharks. going sharks. Shark it up, man. 
Uh, next up, South Carolina State. They won the Celebration Bowl, upset Deion Sanders and Jackson State. Now they head to the Moon Bounce to take on John Rice Plumley and UCF. UCF does have Louisville on deck, which makes me think if they get up to a big lead, I think they're going to call off the dogs. Give me, give me South Carolina State plus the thirty-six and a half. Do I like it? No, but I lean that way. NC Nick. I want UCF actually, uh, just because I'm high on them this year, and I think they can get this cranking quickly and and you know put up the points in a hurry. So give me the Golden Knights. I'm all over the Golden Knights here. That is not too many points. And Malzahn wants to prove a point this year. Rice Plumley wants to prove a point. They're coming out swinging. Uh, let's let me just look at uh, what South Carolina State did last year. I know it, this was a hard game for me. It was a hard game for me, but I I just thought nobody's betting this. I mean, nobody's like sitting around like feeling that confident either way. (laughs) I wouldn't think. I mean, they were seven and five a season ago. They only lost to Clemson by forty (laughs) six. All right. (laughs) How do you make anything out of this? (laughs) Did did they score? They they almost beat New Mexico State. They only it was a one score game against New Mexico State. This team. We might have a live dog here, guys. They beat Jackson State by twenty-one in the Celebration Bowl. That was impressive. Oof. That was Oof. impressive. Yeah, I feel better about my my pick. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, next up, we got Louisiana Tech coming into Missouri. Missouri. This line has jumped up. This was at nineteen. Now I'm seeing it at twenty and a half. Missouri is laying twenty and a half. The over unders at sixty-one and a half plus eight fifty for the Bulldogs. If you if you want to. Want to believe in Sonny Cumbie? I'm taking the points. I just think I don't trust Missouri's defense until I see it, and I think Lot Lot Tech is more talented than their record was last year. I get it; they're changing philosophies. Uh, Skip holds to air raid, sure, but I just think they're I think they're decently talented. So I think they'll they'll find a way to score some points. Give me Lot Tech plus twenty and a half. NC Nick. I'm going to go the other, the other way, actually give me Mizzou. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I liked it a little bit at minus 18 and a half, but really what's the difference? Uh, you know, I know Missouri only beat central Michigan by 10 in the opener last year, but the one thing Eli Drinkwitz is doing is stockpiling talent in Columbia. And that includes the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, and Lu- Louisiana tech does not project to have a good O line or D line. We're talking, you know, like bottom half of the CUSA. That's not going to cut it against the SEC. I think Mizzou rolls here. I'll lay those points. La Tech lost by one at Mississippi State. By one at Mississippi State and uh by by two against SMU who's a good team. By seven against NC State last year. Yeah, don't sleep on them. And by the way, I just got a text message. Last year Skip Holtz was a coach too. That's true. Um USFL champion. Yeah. yeah, that's right. By the way, I'm getting a live report from the ground from real money Kramer. Cause we cannot go to our cars. Our cars are in the parking lot. Uh, report is guy. Uh, guy has a torch and is threatening to light up and blow, <laughs> blow up the gas station. Cops won't let me go to my car. This is wild shit. I mean, if you know, I'll tell you this, <laughs> if, if the, if this guy's going to pull, hold on, this guy's basically saying like this right now, he's uh this is uh, him talking right now to the cops saying, where, where the hell is my sound drop? Nothing is over. Nothing. <laughs> you just don't turn it off. Right. He's pulling a, he's pulling a Stallone and in, in first blood. If he blows up the gas station, we might just, um, that might go, we might go with him That's because true. that is a gigantic gas station. Um, Anyway, uh, well, you can't leave, so you might as well do a show. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> can you get me a bourbon by chance? <laughs> can, can anyone get me a bourbon in, cla- in case we blow up? Yeah, last year. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going out, I'm going out happy. <laughs> Let me tell you what, though. I don't know what would be hotter: that gas station blowing up, or this studio right now. Ooh, <laughs> with these picks. It is no, with oh, this temperature oh, in oh, here. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true too. Fucking up. <laughs> What are you doing Guys, in this uh, La Tech game? Uh, what's that, Nick? I was gonna say update North Raleigh. Still nice and quiet. <laughs> Still beautiful. <laughs> Birds are chirping. Uh, <laughs> Still a little deer on the front porch. Um, I'm gonna go. I gotta go Missouri there. You're right. Skip Holtz leaving. That's a problem. TMZ Pat making his appearance. Salute, salute. Uh, Look, next up, act like you're Skip Holtz's biggest uh, fan. You know, and then he leaves, and now you're gonna ride with. 
Louisiana Tech after that? After five. I just think they're talented. Skip Holtz had them that talented. So they're gonna figure it out. Smoke Fair. Harris. Fair. Where there's smoke, there's fire, Patty C. Hello. Hopefully not too much fire though, because this guy might send us seaworthy from here. <laughs> uh anyway, next up we have I'm curious what you're gonna do here. VMI, the key debts. They're heading into Wake Forest to take on the fighting Dave Clausens. Wake's laying 32 without Sam Hartman. And guess what? I trust the machine. I'm laying the 32. I got it at 33, and I'm still taking Wake. Ooh, ooh. NC Nick. That's you joining funny. us? It's going, it's going down. I, you know, earlier in the week on on Tally site, uh, which is the website that that we pick all our games. Uh, I took VMI plus thirty four. I'll I'll ride with it. Anything north of thirty one, I'll go with the key, the uh, key debts. They've had a pretty solid FCS program last couple of years. Uh, I think it's just just a couple too many uh, points. They wow. were very good last or two years ago. Yeah, right? last year they're still had a winning record. They lost a lot of close games, but. Their best receiver transferred out to Richmond with the Spiders. Mm. Um, Wake Wake Forest usually doesn't blow anybody out. I don't know is about that, that, buddy. Is I that think, the old Wake Forest? I think you, you don't know Dave Clawson, buddy. Do well, I, I, I have two different quarterbacks playing last uh, year? Wake blew out North Carolina's or Norfolk State by twenty-five. Uh, old Dominion by thirty-two. Um, let's see. So, so Duke by 38. Covered. Yeah. Uh, Duke, 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 Duke was worse than VMI last year. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the last time Boston they played VMI, by 31. Yeah. I, th- I thought, I thought they whooped VMI a couple years ago. Rikers by 28. Campbell pretty good. And in, in yeah, they beat Campbell by what? 52. Yeah. Beat Elon by 42 in 2019. First game with uh, a new quarterback. Beat Towson by thirty-one in twenty eighteen. You, you, you know, all, all it did for me was when I heard Dave Clausen say, "We got a seven-year left tackle. We got two six-year guards." That's what was like, right. okay, okay, I'm, ta- I'm taking Wake. It's easy to see a tide turn. I'm switching. There we go. There it is. You can't win. Uh, where's my tide turn? Where, where is my here? And you hung in with the best college football team in the land. It's easy to see a tide turn. There we go, folks. Um, I like you just filling in random things in there yeah. while you look for it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us entertained. Um, DJ Colby on the ones and twos. We have someone yelling at the police that this gentleman across the street has stopped taking his medication. That mm. that could be that could be because I did hear him yelling that he will not go back to the hospital. Yeah. So he'd rather kill himself and the cops. What than do we? Go back what, to the can hospital. we set odds on uh, this guy's? This Life uh, situation, joking, yeah. pretty messed up. Um, I, I'm just saying, this is crazy. I've never been in a, a situation like this. Yeah, so. I've never seen that either. Um, all right, next up, we got Alabama A and M at UAB. This line has jumped up. UAB's laying 39 now. Look, I get it. Bill Clark's gone. The OC is taken over. I think his name is Bryant Vincent. That's too many points. I, Akil Glass is gone from A and M, but I, 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 39. UAB is like a, a ground and pound team. The clock's going to be an issue here. Give me a and M plus 39, Nick. Yeah, I'm with you. Too many points. Patty. Uh, I, I always get confused. Uh, Alabama a and M and Alabama uh, state, but a and M was the better of the two, right? Uh, seven and three last yeah. year. Akil glass though is gone. He's he is gone. Good quarterback. Yeah. They do. They reload. Who knows? They did get annihilated by Jackson state last year. Still, that's a lot of points. I'll go with the Bulldogs. Um. All right. Next up, we got Eastern Illinois. Tony Tony Romo and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's alma mater taking on Northern Illinois. They're getting thirty-five points up there in DeKalb. Ah, see, it makes it tricky because I got this at thirty-two, and I liked Northern Illinois. Thirty-five is when I. This is a little border battle, Patty. It's C, up right? at thirty-five. Are you serious? Two that, days ago, it was minus. I got Northern Illinois minus thirty and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's at thirty-five. 35. Give me Eastern Illinois. I think I agree because this is a little directional battle. Yeah, probably some, a lot of guys that probably played high school against one another. Give me the Panthers plus thirty-five, and their coach followed me on Twitter, so I'll give him that love. I right. am curious, uh, Charleston, Illinois to uh, DeKalb. I'm gonna look that up, but. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think even though they got better throughout the year and became legit, I still think they were a lucky team last year, Northern Illinois. So I think I got to go Eastern Illinois. 
I agree. Okay, then we got Jerry Kill. He's heading back to Minneapolis, where he said he would never go again. I guess he didn't anticipate being the head coach of the Aggies. They're heading into. Uh, th- they were the most frustrating team to watch last week. They had they had five turnovers, four of them inside the thirty yard line. I mean, they should have won by seven touchdowns. Instead, they lost the game. Uh, they head into Minneapolis. They're getting thirty six points against PJ Fleck. I look. I got to take Fleck. I think that run defense is not going to be able to handle Muhammad Ibrahim and that whole stable of backs. I'm laying the thirty six, and I don't like it, Nick. I'm taking the points actually. I think it's too much, man. Look, they lost to Bowling Green 14-10 last year. <laughs> That's a good point. I, New Mexico State had a week zero. I mean, did it do them well? I, they looked pretty damn bad. I agree, but at least you know they have a little bit of you know game under their belt. So uh, I'm gonna take the points actually. I think this is a game where it's like 41-10 or something. I want to say uh, when they lost to. Uh, Bowling Green last year wasn't that the game after they uh, yeah, lost Ibrahim? I don't remember. I know it was early on though. I feel like it was in these September. games are so bad. I, I think I think Ibrahim got hurt against Ohio State in the second yeah, half. Yeah, Ibrahim that was got the first hurt. game of the season. Oh, so it yeah. was game four actually that they played Bowling Green. They should have had time to adjust. It's funny because they lost to Bowling Green. They only beat Miami Ohio by five, but they throttled your Colorado Buffalo by thirty. Uh, Still, it wasn't an offensive explosion. It was thirty to nothing. That's true. <laughs> and what's the the number here? Is what thirty six? Thirty six. That does seem like a lot. New Mexico State just got throttled by who? They didn't get throttled. They had a chance oh, to, against yeah, uh, yeah, against Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, New Mexico State is a pretty good pick. It's almost lockworthy. It's almost whoa. Lock-worthy. Now, oh, now that whoa. I think about how close that was, and you're right that Nevada actually wasn't that impressive. Um, I think it's going to be a closer game, much closer than 36 and a half. Wow. Wow. That would take some cojones to lock up yeah. the state after what we saw. So last what, week. what are we doing here? Are you going to throw your, throw your, uh, D in the you want me to ride gonna... your guy, Jerry kill. <laughs> yeah. Wait, isn't this uh, the, the game we talked Going about so much celebrating with your appetite, bad you're losing, you're using your, this is the game Colby hyped up all off season as the upset that was going to happen. Now what you're taking no, Minnesota. I, did, I never once said this upset would happen. You said it could happen. I'm no, pretty sure I did not. Oh, you I, are. I will go pull up you the are clip fibbing of Colby you talking are about fibbing. I said, I like the fact that they hate each other. I was not going to say Jerry killing game two is going to go up to Minnesota and grab a dub. I feel like to, you talked to about be fair. I don't recall Colby saying that at least the revenge the spot was something he heavily touched on in the off season here. Maybe the summer preview, maybe he was just getting to punch hyped. him in the face, not to get, not to not get to a dub him. either way, 36 and a half in a little revenge spot. That's a lot. Well, let, let me know if you go to lock it. All right. Are you going to dance around all night? Or are you going <laughs> to, you know what? I will lock this. Right. I will lock this. There we go. Patty C is locking up. Uh, you know why also, because I don't think Nevada is going to fall off nearly as hard as you do. And that means they just kept it within nine points against a team that went eight and four last year, mm, a decent mm, Nevada team mm, making points left and right. Patty C locking up. Uh, Locking up the Aggies of New Mexico State plus 36 points. 36 and a half is what I I'm got. I'm getting 36, buddy. Okay. Um but uh next up, uh I'll tell you this much. I might should we? I'm curious if you guys want to join me on this. The Lumberjacks have a chance to win the Arizona Cup. <laughs> yes, 12 months ago they beat the Arizona Wildcats. There is only 3. Division one football programs or college football programs in Arizona. One's Arizona, the other's Arizona State. The other is Northern Arizona. They head into Tempe. They're catching 24 and a half points. That's too much points. Arizona State lost everybody. Give me the Lumberjacks. And it's a fringe log. I'm not going to do it, but I, gosh, I feel like I should. Who's coming my, with my, me? My thing here is that I, I'm not going to lock up a team who I've never seen play football ever. Uh, <laughs> I will. I, I side with you. I, I think it is too many points. So I'm going I'm to take the Lumberjacks. Great, great nickname, by the way. But I'm not even thinking about locking this. Come on. I mean, five and six last year at the FBS. They beat Arizona. F- CSL. Yeah, beating Arizona. <laughs> Everyone beat Arizona. What was that score in that Arizona game? Uh, Seventeen to t- uh, no twenty-one nineteen. They beat them by two. Got it done. 
in the desert. So <laughs> look, they, they got no problem going down, getting through, going through Sedona, going through uh, Scottsdale all the way to Tempe. Well, they beat Arizona. Bombs. <laughs> there you go. They beat Arizona <laughs> by two. Arizona State beat Arizona by uh, twenty three. Yeah, but that whole team is gone. Uh, that's true, but <laughs> I still think they're getting slept on from my over under six and six was the number. They are getting no love from Vegas. Twenty five and a half is a lot of points. I think I might roll with you. There we go, Lumberjacks, the Cal Poly Mustangs. They're they're terrible. They got rid of the option. They're stupid. They head to Fresno and take on Jeff Tedford. The spread is thirty nine. And I am laying the 39 because Fresno State is gonna fuck up Cal Poly. Um, what are you guys doing here? I'm tempted to lock this. Cal Poly is very terrible. Yeah. <laughs> NC Nick? I don't know shit about Cal Poly. I took the points. Well, do I need to refresh you here uh, on what happened when they played in I believe that was 2019? I'm gonna load it up right now. What happened? Uh maybe it wasn't 19, maybe it was 18. Look, my niece yes, went you, there. You will definitely have to refresh me because I do not recall. That John game. Madden's not walking through that door. Yeah, John Madden's alma mater. <laughs> and, oh man, when did they play? Him? Was it last I year? I feel like a, I feel like a, a California school can't play triple option in general. Well, they used to, and they got rid of it. But it, it, it doesn't <laughs> seem like you know that that style of football belongs in California. Yeah, to be honest with you. The California, you should uh, have to pass last year. They played last year, just last year, September 11th. They won 63 to 10. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you make a strong point there, buddy. <laughs> I'm locking it up. Give me the Bulldogs. Oh man. The locks are flying. Patty C laying the 39. Cal Lock Poly. it up. Minus 39. You're crazy. <laughs> Cal Poly two and nine. Uh, Montana state beat them by 38 last year. That's probably a, a similar. I mean, uh, Jake Hayner and those wideouts are back. Yeah, I do think they're just going to destroy this team. Montana beat them by thirty-two. Weber State beat them by thirty-one. Everyone throttles Cal Poly. Thirty-nine is a variable, very doable number for Fresno. I guess your concern is just when do they call off the dogs? But yeah, sixty-three ten last year. They won by fifty-three. So guys in the chat, Hank the Tank says, "Boiler up." Yes, well, Hank, you missed that game. We already covered Penn State, Purdue. Just quick recap, and for a game that matters, not this bullshit Cal Poly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Patty C and I were actually on Penn State. I'm sorry, but the one and only Pick Dundee was yeah. riding with you with the boiler up. Someone says some people have guts to call a dog. You know. You know what's <laughs> funny? If that was a ten point spread, I would have called uh, Purdue on the money line. But since it's close enough and it's, there's there's not that disrespect factor there, I think Penn State covers it. That's hilarious. Strange think, logic, but okay. Yeah. Purdue, <laughs> Purdue just thrives on the disrespect so much. If there's no disrespect, what are they going to do? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, next up, Patty C just locked up uh, Fresno State minus 39. Last one of the Thursday slate, the Portland State Vikings, and this line's been jumping up as well. Uh, they are heading into San Jose, California to take on San Jose state. This line opened at 16. It's at 19 and a half now for Sparty. You know, Portland state is not bad. Um, I know some are calling for them to surprise in the big sky this year. Yeah, give me the Vikings all day. I'm not, I'm not really believing San Jose state this year. I think this game could be closer than expected. Portland state got van Buren, the running back from Boise state coming in too. That should be interesting. Uh, I'm still taking Sparty. Sparty, 42-21 final. Nick, who did you have in your Mountain West Championship game, or was it was it Colby that had San Jose State? One no. of you? No, neither one. Of you. I no. did not. Yeah. I, I, I think I was on the under. I think it's only yeah. like. Oh, that's bit. right. You guys both. Uh, I took the over, but I didn't have them in the in the Mountain West Championship. Okay. Okay. I'm all off here. Uh, San Jose State did take a step back last year. Uh, does Brent Brennan recover a little bit? I don't know, but Portland state, you're right. I think is a little better than that spread. It was you is 19 and a half is what you're seeing on yours. 19 and a half. Yeah. I got to go Portland state. Wow. I'm on San Jose. Let's go. All right. Now we move into Friday, but before we get to Friday, I want to tell you the college football experience week one preview and picks episode is brought to you by WinBet. 
Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep track of your records, betting activity, all that good stuff. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we are back talking, talking week one. We move into Friday's action, and believe it or not, I can't ask you guys about the rivalry game between Lehigh and Villanova that's been happening since 1920. But we're going to go to Virginia. If you want that one, go listen to my FCS preview, by the way. Guys, in general, Friday night, kind of weak compared to Thursday night. I would would expect at least like a one or two marquee matchups, but. Not, not a lot on the slate. I'm not. Yes. I, I said it. TCU versus Colorado is not a marquee matchup. <laughs> Probably right. Probably right about that. <laughs> uh, they won a national championship more recently than a lot of those teams that you you've covered. All right. All right. The when's the last time Pitt or West Virginia won a national championship Pitt, what seventies. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you tell me major uh, Harris ain't walking through the, that door, buddy. All right. Wait, did TCU have an undefeated season two uh, recently? Yeah, they did. Yeah, he's talking a lot of shit over there. Just because two national champions. Just because he's ACC Nick. All right. Uh, let's start off with the Sun Belt. This line has gone down some. This was at eight and a half last I or a couple of days ago. Virginia Tech heads into Norfolk take to take on the ODU Old Dominion Monarchs. The line is at seven. The last time the Hokies played here, they took a fat L. <laughs> Oh, All man. the way down to seven now. Not I loved seven and a half. it at eight and a half. I think I go Virginia Tech now. I was taking no. ODU at eight and a half. For Tech not <sighs> even to be getting a hook there. I'm going Monarchs. Anything a hook. seven seven and above. Give me the home team here. Give me the home dog. I don't know what to expect from VT. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, new coach, new quarterback. Uh, you know, the transfer portal's been wild. Meanwhile, ODU, other than their offense, offensive coordinator leaving like three weeks ago, yeah, that's a concern. Calls for concern, <laughs> sure. But they got an established quarterback, and a thousand-yard rusher, a thousand-yard receiver. They're going to do enough offensively not to get blown out. Their their defense, huge question mark. I think the hokey ground game could go wild here. I, I think, think offensively, o, ODU can do enough. I think Grant Wells is underrated. I'm laying the seven. Uh, I'll have you know, I took the eight and a half with ODU, but at seven, I'm taking Virginia Tech. Look, ODU. Maybe I can middle that. Could yeah. potentially. There you go. Try outsmart the all your bases there. Yeah, kind of covering <laughs> all your bases there, buddy. There you go. Uh, ODU started one and six last year. Went won their last five to get bowl eligible. Then lost to Tulsa by thirteen in the bowl game. Uh, they did beat a bunch of shitty teams on the back end of that schedule. Two games against decent competition last year. Lost against uh, Wake by 32. Lost against Liberty by 28. I think Virginia Tech's got what it takes to cover seven. Plus, I like all the things that Brent Fr- Brent Coach Pry, as Nick calls him, has been doing in the offseason. Uh, hey guys, uh, new to the chat, James Hovey. He mentions that uh, WVU. She's he says should have won the the national championship in 07 uh, if Pat White doesn't get hurt. I had to. It's a fair point. And then Rich Rod never goes to Michigan. And uh, the domino effect of that would have definitely, I mean, who knows who well, would have won Rich Rod interviewed for Alabama too. And yeah. And he so he was almost Alabama's head coach. He withdrew his name from that, yeah. I believe. <laughs> and then Saban probably ends up at West Virginia. And then you probably do win uh, a couple of Big East championships. Um, because I don't think he'd be able to win. Nat- Natty's there. Talk to me. Bring it on. All right. Well, now he's bringing up uh, DFS. Now, now you're talking to me. Okay. Now I do think he had a couple of games over ten fantasy points, but you know, uh, uh, Grant Wells uh, still a little bit of a question mark with his passing. I kind of like him as well. I think he's he can bring some stability to that offense. But it's not like you know he's like some rock star quarterback going to go in there and you know sling it all across the field. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Uh, let's. Colby's a believer in uh, Wells, a little bit. I have to kind of agree with you. I think. I think he's decent. You know, he's he's, I, he's serviceable. I think he, yeah, he's definitely serviceable. But I I don't know. Like I expected more from his sophomore year. He came in as a true freshman, looked good, and I, he he never really made a jump. You know, you were we we all thought, oh man, Marshall might be set here for a few years, and then he was okay. He was decent. Well, but I expected he, well, him to improve from uh, from year one to year two, and it didn't really happen. I actually didn't though, because I thought Doc Holiday that switched to Charles Huff. I I wasn't sold on Huff at the time, so I I thought if anything, I thought he might have a little regression because of that. So right. I don't know. We'll see. I think I think it's a good get. Let's let's move along. Eastern, what's up? Hold on. Uh, I just totally drew a blank. Um, why is Virginia Tech doing that? Why is Virginia Tech going to ODU? Are know. they trying to no, help their in-state great. competition? No, I want to see matchups like that. I love it. Don't get me wrong or, as a fan. Or but. are they going into Norfolk saying, Hey, we're the school in Virginia. We're going to go into Norfolk where there's a ton of talent and yeah, say, Hey, you guys yeah. are coming to Blacksburg. Nice recruiting uh, and weekend. By the way, reports are, uh, they got the guy. They did a, uh, they, they, they hit him with a, uh, a corner blitz. No, nice. They got the guy. <laughs> Never see it coming. He's down. Uh, Rondé Barber from the corner. Yeah, the gas station has not blown up yet. Hopefully, so the, the gas station bandits down. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, moving along. Eastern Kentucky, who wants to make a jump to the FBS, they're waiting for the right situation. Maybe they can earn some street cred here when they go to Yusplanty, Michigan, take on Eastern Michigan, and and I gotta touch base on this. Uh, the head coach Walt Wells had a heart attack on Sunday for Eastern Kentucky. All his vital signs are encouraging, uh, but I have my, they think he's going to have a full recovery. I just don't believe he will be coaching tomorrow or Friday for Eastern Kentucky for Eastern Kentucky. They are getting 14 in Yisplanty. Help him out with that. Nick, you know how to pronounce that Yisplanty. Yipsilanti. Yeah, whatever. Spell your cities better. You're very close. Right. You're very close. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, How do you start your city with a YPS? Yes. Come on. <laughs> You're just asking for us to fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, um, folks, I'm taking taking Eastern Kentucky. I think it's a little bit too big, and now they got a, a purpose. We call this thing tragic magic, and uh, so uh, give me the 14. What 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 is his ailment again? He had a heart attack. And he's alive though. Yeah, but that is a little bit extreme on his life. Um, tragic magic. Do you think that happens? Eastern Michigan. Are they still play? They opened it up. I thought they're not playing these super close games anymore. I thought they started throwing the ball around well, a little bit. I think this one might be a game. I'm taking I your think it's boys. Gonna be a game too. I'm taking your boys, Eastern Michigan. Mm. Go Eagles on that lovely gray turf. Um, I think they they had a reason. I mean, they're trying to be FBS. This was, this was a statement game before their coach went down with the heart attack. Now they're playing for him too. Yeah. They're going to lay it out all, all on the field here. I mean, I, yeah. Give me the colonels, man. Give me uh, Eastern Kentucky. I and I could this is a, kind of a dangerous game for Eastern Michigan. I, I can, agree. I can hear you guys after the game with your excuses. Oh, well they lost their head coach. You know, what are they going to do? Of course, morale is going to be down. <laughs> There's a thing called tragic magic and tragic and, magic and, does exist. And you better watch out for it, buddy. <laughs> um, moving along. I'm going to take you here. Folks, Charlotte, their defense isn't very good. They lost last week and they got their ass kicked. Chris Reynolds is gone. He's out for this game. At least I think he'll be back in a couple of weeks. They are hosting Mike London, former UVA head coach and, and player, the William and Mary tribe. Last time I checked, at least, uh, William and Mary <laughs> heading into Charlotte. You sure they're not the Guardians or Commanders? Or yeah, something? they yeah. have to change their name twice. So saying, <laughs> they're the Feathers now. Um, <laughs> William and Mary at Charlotte. Charlotte laying six, folks. Does that mean you're locking this up? I'm locking up Charlotte minus six. Will <laughs> Healy bounces back. Get your Over, Virginia tribe football. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, no. Who's coming with me? No, absolutely not. And what, what about last week's game 
makes you think that Charlotte is up for a big way. They lost 43 to 13 against Florida Atlantic and Florida Atlantic has the number to, from a recruiting point of view, the number one talent in that conference. Sure. But 30 points. And now I guess it's not that many six and a half. Is that what it is? Was your six, six. I don't know. William and Mary hasn't been great. The, they only lost to JMU by 10 last year in November. Ooh, but they did lose the UVA 43, nothing. All right. True. I'm what? on Charlotte. You it, take it's probably a smart play. I mean, we are talking FBS versus FCS and it's not like William and Mary is like top FCS. Well, Mike London is a national championship coach. And unless I'm mistaken, that is not something Will Healy has ever accomplished. So I am and taking back the tribe. quarterback. I mean, if, if Chris Reynolds is playing, give me Charlotte all day. I'm still going to take Charlotte, but I'm not going to bet it. I'm not going to lock it up. Um, James Hovey says Chris Reynolds backup through the worst pick six I've ever seen. I agree. <laughs> that was awful. And he's locking up William and Mary. That was he's about to get tackled. He throws that, that shit up pass. in the air. Oh my goodness. That was the easiest pick six ever. I'm like, what? Like, are you trying? Lane, Lane and James in the chat. Listen to Dundee here. Take Charlotte minus six. All right. You're pro- you might be honest something, but in general, this week, I'm gonna kind of fade the overreaction. I'm not going to bet this one, but I'm still on Charlotte, but in some other games, I'm going to fade the overreaction. Cause I think human nature is to overreact from the first game. And maybe we're doing that here a little bit, not even favoring them by a touchdown against an average FCS team. Look, last two games kept it within 10 against JMU kept it within three against Richmond. I'm a believer in what Mike London does. You might be right. I'm not touching this one. You're taking the six though. I think, uh, yeah, I think I'm taking that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the barn burner, the one everyone's waiting for. Stan Drayton <laughs> heading into Durham, North Carolina to take on Mike Elko, the house and, and the Duke Blue Devils, the house that Spence Fish built. Um, Fisher. Fisher, whatever. All right. I screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> Duke is laying seven. I got this at six. Seven, I really hesitate, but. I trust Mike Elko, Stan Drayton. He might be good. I have no fucking idea um, because he was a running backs coach at Texas. Hey, Bijan Robinson was good. Maybe this guy's going to win the national championship at Temple. Um, uh, I'm laying the seven with Duke. What are you doing, Patty? Charles Huff did a pretty good job going from running back coach to uh, head coach. No, they, they, their win total went down actually. Well, seven and five last year, but a lot of close losses. Were they like ten and one under Doc Holiday in his last well, year? Lane Kiffin or not Lane Kiffin? Uh, Debo Swinney did a pretty pretty decent job going from wide receiver coach to head coach. Look, I'm just saying it's not impossible. <laughs> uh, that said, as, as a stretch, yeah. Uh, Duke <laughs> if Debo gonna, can do it. Drayton can do it. <laughs> Duke is going to destroy Temple. I'm a believer in Elko. I think they will throttle them. They're going to destroy them and they're going to win 14 to three. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not sure what the <laughs> offense will do, but I'm, I am sure the defense will be good. Nick, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, of course I'm taking Duke, but I don't feel great about it. Both teams are, are major question marks losing so much and everything, but you, you had to think that Duke still has like borderline ACC talent, which is much better than temple's been lately. Uh, and they're at home. So n- not like, Durham provides a much of a home field advantage, but still, yeah, I like Duke to win by a touchdown at least. Dude, I'm locking Duke. Lock oh, it up. oh man, the locks are flying. Temple, Temple guys. I mean, team speed for Christ's sake. Let me tell you about. <laughs> He's got Duke minus seven. Patty C locking it up. Nick, Nick is known to fade his boys, you know? And so for him to say, oh, this game is probably going to be seven points means it's probably going to be 21 points in Duke's favor. No, dude, I was telling you guys to fade Duke last, last year towards the end of, towards the end of the year when they were getting beat by like 40, like they could not put the spread high enough. And every week I cashed that because Duke no. was just mm. so bad. Duke lost Bruce week one to year. Charlotte last year, and at that point you said fade them. It was an all year thing <laughs> with you last year, but it definitely like kicked into high gear towards the end. <laughs> uh, all right, this game is fantastic. Friday, five p.m. on the West. We got they've been playing this game since the eighteen nineties. Illinois. Heading to Indiana. This line has been everywhere. 
started at three and a half. I'm seeing it now. Just Indiana minus one and a half. I'll let you know, folks. I already bet it at three and a half with with the Illini. I'm I'm a sharp guys. Um, <laughs> Dude, how is uh, Illinois getting points here? Because they they have Tommy DeVito. Uh, didn't they just run rough shot? Uh, who, who'd they beat last? Wyoming. Wyoming, Wyoming, who is a decent squad. Well, Wyoming lost everybody, dude. There's there's talk that they might be on the Hawaii level. They're terrible this year. It was clear, but Illinois still trucked them. And Indiana won how many games last year? Two. Two? Well, Illinois only won what three? <laughs> Illinois <laughs> won four. four. Oh, no. right, they're a better team. No, actually, last I think year. they won five. I think they won five. I don't get it. Why this line so close? I'm on the Illini too. Uh, Can't we all agree that like playing a week zero game helps big time? Well, apparently I though, well, I was doing the SGP show and they said that uh, actually ATS they have a losing record week two. Really? Yeah. So interesting. So I similar to Colby, I, I bet this person myself early is like halftime of the game last Saturday, and I and I got Illinois plus four and a half, which I was surprised. I mean, I think, yeah. And so it's obviously it's gone down big time. I'm I'm still going to ride the fighting line. I even like this, this straight up. I think they're yeah, probably money just line the is. better team. They're the more physical team. They're going to, you know, I, own I do worry though. Tommy DeVito was his average completion was five yards. All right. He did not stretch the field. And I will say this, Connor Basilak. I, I, I think he's a very good quarterback. I think he's if he better. Starts. If he's yeah, if they go Jack Tuttle, we, we've cashed. All right. Yeah, I mean, we um, talked about this in our DFS show last night that they have not named a starter, and that actually in in DraftKings DFS Tuttle is more expensive than Basilak, which is mind numbing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know. Give me give me the Illini though. We're all in agreement there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Before we get to the next game, I want to tell you we're brought to you by the Free Roll Football Contest. Yes. The free roll football contests are here. College football contest uh, is up fifteen hundred dollars is up for grabs. People get in. The NFL contest is giving away five grand and a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas. So what are you doing? Sign up now exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. 